Hey guys, I want to welcome everybody in. Uh, this is officially episode one of Out the Top, a brand new podcast coming from Rock Life Studios in Monticello, Kentucky. My name is Brian Dunnigan. I am the owner operator of Rock Life Off Road. Uh, with me today is my co-host, friend for several years now, Mr. Dan Carter. How are we doing, Mr. Dan? I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me, and uh, I look forward to this new adventure. Do you understand what we've gotten ourselves into? Um, well, you and I <laughs> had tossed this idea around for a while. Yeah. Uh, we we kind of chit-chatted. We, we have a lot of ideas and never yeah. really get a chance to... I guess never really get a chance to do anything with them. Right. And, uh, here we are. So, uh, this podcast, we're going to focus on, uh, the national rock racing association, uh, drivers, teams, sponsors, uh, product vendors, anybody that has anything to do with the series. That's kind of where we're going to go with this. Right. Um, so if you know anybody that, that you want to see on here, if this goes well and it's not a complete and utter shit show, uh, you just <laughs> leave a comment and or, or uh, you know let it, let us know who you want to see, and uh, we're going to get working on that. So today it's going to be me and Dan. Uh, the format of the actual show is going to uh, it'll be me and Dan, and then we'll we'll bring in a um, uh, a guest of some sort. We're going to be filming live on location at events. Right. Uh, races, so anything you want to add, Mr. Sir? Yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be kind of a new thing to see uh, with us trying to get uh, footage of actually being at an event. It's going to be chaotic, um, so things are definitely going to be done by the seat of our pants, and I, I think it's going to add... Uh, Add some flavor and spice into the the new race series. Well, I I'm definitely not one to be in front of the cameras or on a microphone. We're we're learning as we go, so hopefully it'll be be pretty good. I've always been a behind the scenes kind yeah. of guy. Uh, you get used to it. Um, you know, I I can't give you any yeah. any advice other than just to jump right in uh, because so many people have so many questions about the sport, and I feel like. Um, you know, the, yeah, there's other podcasts out there and there's other shows out there, but, um, you know, they all focus on, um, one, one guest coming to the show and then they kind of interview that guest, um, with this show, you know, the intent is to sort of just talk about each race, kind of focus on the races, but also shed light into the driver's and the multiple classes that are offered by the NRRA. Yeah, I think I think my goal is more so to um, to learn about the people. We all see the the footage, man. Bless Matt Myrick and and all those guys at Busted Knuckle, Mad Ram, High Octane. Right. You know they've got great race footage, but what we don't get to see much is is actually the the drivers get to know them. Right. So that's our goal. Uh, today we're going to be doing a uh, 2022 season recap, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the 23 season, what we think is going to happen. That's not going to be our norm, I don't think. Um, I think we're, we're mainly going to be trying to focus on the people, uh, what they're doing, uh, you know, how they got into the sport, why they're still into the sport, are they, you know, what do they want to see change and things like that. Right. So. Uh, but today, that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, we'll start with our 2022 recap of the National Rock Racing Association. Right. So this past season, 2022 season, was the first year that we actually devoted to running every single race or every single event. Yeah. Um, although I'm self-employed, it's hard just to take off several days and go to the first race was in texas it's a struggle man even even you know this is what this is what i do so for for you guys that don't know uh for our listeners i operate rock life off-road and we have a little side-by-side shop here in kentucky and and you know we sell and service side-by-sides and then we we travel to as many of the events as we can so it, it's kind of our gig but even with it being our gig that's what we do it's right. tough 
Right. And, and and for for guys that this isn't their job, right? I don't see how you guys do it. Yeah, it's it's tough. It puts a strain on everything. It's stressful, but we were committed. It was you know the whole uh, time I've been racing off and on. It was always like, okay, we're definitely not going to Texas. You know, we're uh, you know nothing that was really in the the cards for us. I'm glad we're not and, going back to Texas. Right, and that's uh you know when we went to Texas, that was a long long trip uh it was about a 12 13 hour drive for us we we sponsored um rockloff sponsored brantley havens they were the winner of our uh we were we run a little contest last year we had all the youth guys send in an essay if you were going to run national rock race association youth class i had the drivers the the kids and this is how i was going to pay for their right. season entry fees which is like 450 bucks or whatever right. But I wanted them to write an essay and send in to me about – I wanted the kids to write it. Right, right. So Brantley is was the winner of that, and uh, his dad called me right after he found out he won it. He's like, hey, man, like I know one of the requirements of this deal was run the full season. Right. He said, do I have to go to Texas? And I said, you're <laughs> stupid if you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. It, it, uh, which it paid off for us. We, we actually – Pulled off first yeah, place yeah. in Texas. I was in uh, Daytona at the Daytona 500, mm -hmm. and uh, you called me and you were like, "Hey, man!" I was like, "What's up?" And you said, uh, "I think we fucking won." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was standing in the Xfinity Series garage, right next to Noah Gragson's car when you. Uh, I'm, I almost got kicked the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it was one of those that all the stars lined up and and that was our day yeah. and we we took home first place and uh then the rest of the season uh just kept snowballing we we were able to lead in the points for a majority of the season but once we got to missouri we just uh man it just it seemed like we kept having little gremlin after gremlin kind of get a hold to us and and it would just be uh, little issues that would cause us to to have hiccups here and there, and we we just slowly lost our points lead. Uh, Cooper Bentley wound up catching us. I believe it was at Bikini Bottoms when we busted a transmission, and then uh, by the end of the season, uh, Cooper Bentley caught us uh, by a few points, and then Nathan King crept up as as well. And Nathan he, had a good year, and uh, he he did have a really good year. He wound up in second, and then that pushed us to third overall for the 2022 season in the UTV Bounty. Yeah, we had a – 22 was a – it was a good year, but it was I, – I think we, we – we, I say we, I can't speak for you. Uh, I think I, I got in my own head, and I ain't even driving the damn thing. Just <laughs> you, you start off the year with such a lead, and your thought is protect, protect, protect. Right, but right. I think that was uh, – you know, we talked about Bikini Bottoms putting right. the 35s on and stuff, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, we're in a position to either go big or go home, right. and and in retrospect, we probably shouldn't have done that. But. Right. Well, hindsight's 2020. Um, we we did end up going with the 35s. Ended up losing the transmission, and then it just uh, you know our points lead just deteriorated from there. Yeah. But uh, well, we had two. We broke two steering knuckles right. throughout the year. Uh, transmission, mm -hmm. uh, Disney. I don't even want to talk about that. Right. Uh, but a U joint, a steering U joint, cost us second place. Right. Um. So you take you take those three runs. You get three finishes. We're first or tied for first. And or real close, so I'll I'll take that. I mean, we right. had we had we had a good year. Yeah, and then uh, you know we we were mainly focused on the UTV bounty. We were also running the UTV stock class that uh, is is basically the UTV stock class. We had more fun in the UTV stock class than we did all year. But um, Rock Life sponsored the UTV stock class, and. It is just uh, basically you come out there in your stock machine, you have on full race gear, and you just push your car as hard as you can push it. And it's more like, I guess you would say it's more like a woods course. It's nothing 
Um, it know, reminds me of the woods courses that like Pro Rock would throw in right. at a at a big race on a Friday night right. when they didn't have nothing else to do. It reminds me of that. It's it's very. Uh, so if we got any listeners that want to get in on that, that's where you get in. Uh, right. You know, make sure you got your safety gear up to spec and and come race. And right. You're not gonna. You're not going to tear nothing up. You're not going to just demolish a machine unless right. you just can't drive. And if you can't drive, then you're probably going to do that anyway. So, right. Uh, it, it's a good it's, way to get your foot in the door. It's a good way to get your foot in the door. And it's, um, man, it's fun. The crowds. So, when the stock class started, the first year I was kind of worried. Right. I was like, are we going to do this again? Because the crowds were, were down. Right. Um, and then as we went into 22, some of the guys that run the big bouncers started jumping in and, right. and filling the field out. And, man, we had some big crowds uh, yeah. last year. I was really pleased, and, and we're going to go back. Uh, Super Grips jumped on board with us this year, and we're going to go back with the uh, Rock Life Off-Road UTV Stock Series presented by Super Grip ATV yeah. in 23. That'll be a good time because we, we actually saw that class – double in size oh yeah and it's 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 fun we ended up pulling off fifth overall for the utv stock class and we ran a little bit of utv cup we weren't really focused on that we also did one um one race at wildcat white wilson and i ran utv not not i'm sorry not the utv vin class class. but the actual vin, vin class or the beater class and that's that's like the stock utv class version of the bigger vehicle. So we just, you just basically bring a, a beater Jeep or beater car to the race. So when, when, when that class started and they announced that I called Clyde and I said, what in the world are you doing? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, these guys, if there's any money involved, I said, they're going to build, you know, thousand horsepower Jeep Cherokees and come out here and wax everybody's rear end and take their money. And we had talked about him possibly putting in like a U-joint size rule right. or a tire size rule or something like that. Yeah. And and if it becomes too competitive and too money-grabbing, that's still a possibility. Right. But I've been pretty pleased. I mean, it's just been yeah. – it's been Jeeps. Right. It's been Don yeah. Curtis and that square body. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's been Toyota trucks. Uh, so as long as it stays true to that, man, that series has got – Right. It's so much fun. And I, I – I, see that happening because some of the guys that ran last year were so excited about it, so pumped um that they're looking forward to oh, yeah. the 2023 season yeah, i hope i hope oh curtis he drove to i think he missed one or two races right uh but he drove all over the country in that right. square body and 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 they had enjoyed themselves thoroughly so. right uh 2022 it, like i said it was it was a it was a good year for us as a team um so for those of you who don't know uh the utv bounty class dan drives the rock life house car um and then in the stock class he has his own uh full body we support and then uh they also have another tube chassis that we help them with so um man Pretty good year. I'm, I'm looking forward to next year. Uh, and we'll get into next year in just a little bit. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. How many minutes? I think that's about. That's about. Did you know Lake Cumberland's number one UTV accessory store is located right in the heart of Monticello? That's right. At Rock Life Off-Road, we carry top brands such as L&W Fab, Super ATV, Sedona Tire and Wheel, and much more. We have a full service and installation area as well as a fully stocked showroom with anything you could possibly need. Located in the former Lakeview Yachts Houseboat Factory at 2868 East Highway 90. Stop by or give us a call. 606-396-4615. Crank her up. You gonna do anything? I was just asking. You going to do anything, Jody? Jody, you producer. Don't have, you don't have to cut me. Over here on the other side of the table, we got producer Jody. All right, so uh, 2023, Team Rock Life, what do we got going on? So 2023 is going to be a big year. We have decided that we're going to do a little bit more racing. 
with Clyde. Sounds horrible. With the National Rock Racing Association. So we've signed up for the UTV Bounty for the season, UTV Cup for the season, which is really competitive, and the UTV stock class, which we're expecting it to grow as well. So I think the stock class will pick up. I'm 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 I hope people gravitate towards the bounty and the stock. I like the cup class, but it's just I don't know. It just doesn't get me like the rest of them do. Right. And I think the thing that hurts a lot of that is it being ran on a Friday. Like a lot of people don't want to miss work or school and go race. Yeah, and 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 I give it to those guys because I attempted that stuff and it's not easy. Um, so it's it just doesn't appeal to me as a fan the way the bounty class does and the way the stock class does. I think. Um, I think if you got a chassis, I think you need to run on Saturdays. Right. I think we need to limit Fridays to the VIN and stock, but that's right. something we'll 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 cross one of these days maybe. Um, so Disney, I know I said that we didn't really want to talk about Disney, but it it right. it put a hurting on the old uh, Wonder Buggy slash whatever you want to call it buggy. Um, so that thing's going into retirement. We're going to make a sign out of that. Uh, we do have pieces and parts to build a new one. We haven't started on it yet, guys. For the we'll talk about it as we go on the podcast, right. and we'll 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 put some video out on YouTube as that progresses. Uh, but that is in the works. So for the first of the year, right, we got old Pinky and uh, and the full body. Right. So basically, we have planned which the the pink car. Uh, it it's pretty capable unit we're gonna run it for uh utv cup and utv bounty for probably the first half of the year um it's pretty similar in uh horsepower to the rock life car uh rock life cars you know we we did some work on it at the beginning of last year uh, get a little bit more horsepower out of it but um you know, we have done a little bit of work today to the full body to get a little bit more juice out of it. So we're going to run the, the pink buggy and the full body for the majority of the year until, you know, we can slowly get the bugs worked out of the, the new Rock Life car. So the we did get, and I'll share a little information on what we're doing with the Rock Life buggy. Um, the, the old chassis was a 19 built by Gilbert uh over at gilbert's off-road is a good car it lasted us three or four years of hard racing um it's just beyond repair at this point the new car we did go hydro um suspension is still tba everything else is still tba right uh i've got two different names picked out for the buggy my nascar friends and and as you guys who are watching on youtube you can see behind me uh if there's any of you guys there's two names one of them's the blue goose and one of them's the red-headed stepchild i'll leave that up for interpretation <laughs> any way you want that's where we're going with this car uh so we'll 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 see how that turns out when it comes time right um, but i think realistic goals um I'd like to see us on the on the on the boxes in every class at least a couple times. Oh yeah. Just just throughout the year and and overall, like I said, I don't care as much about the cup class. I think the stock class and the bounty class, I think we have right. a legitimate shot at season ending being back on the on the championship boxes, which is no pressure, sir. Well, you know, the only thing is it, you know, I agree with you, but the, no buts. the um, you know, there's a lot of competition in all classes, but the courses have progressed to where they are longer. And it's, it is. That's the, so in the years I've, I've, I've known Dan, the first few years we raced together, we had finishing troubles. Oh, yeah. Uh, we would turn over on something that we had no business turning over on and, or, you know, we'd get hung up on nothing. And 
the hill would be very climbable, something he could do, and then we just we either wouldn't get there, something would break, right. or we'd blow a belt, or something along those lines. So I feel like as as we got a better buggy that was more capable to climb, we eased off on the the course part of it right. to make sure we got to the end. Finishing right. became more important than finishing fast. Right. So last year we finished most of the hills, most of the races. Uh, I was pretty pleased with that. And then so this year we got to finish fast. Right. And which I, I can tell I've evolved over the past few years as a driver going back and watching some of my older footage. You know, I can see – definitely where i'm slow where i need to work on some some things here and there so we're looking forward to the 2023 season yeah just don't listen to me when it comes to picking lines <laughs> uh all right so uh moving on what we're going to do now next topic uh 2022 overall for the series i think it went well um do you want to go over the the winners and losers overall the the, the championship guys right yeah i've I, feel like at the championship the bouncer class was was kind of shaking up a little bit there was a, a, a lot of good competition in the big bouncer class but uh you know timmy still pulled off the, the championship what is that eight in a row i believe that is eight in a row his goal was 10 but yeah well, word on the street is we'll, he's he's we'll getting, talk about that in a minute yeah, he's he's going into other endeavors and then the uh, second place we had wade good uh he jumped up very into, impressive rookie season in the big bounce right league. yeah he he uh he kind of shook some things up and he was actually leading in points for a little bit uh, of the season i can't well. remember now he was either seven points ahead or seven points behind going into finals i think i and can't remember broke a, a steering arm on uh hill one right and so he didn't get to finish that and didn't get to complete Hill 2, which knocked him out of having a, a championship right. hope. But yeah, super impressive. Right. Um, you know, he had that reject buggy working really well. Oh, yeah. And he's not afraid to drive it. And then uh, Daniel Heckley wound up on the, the podium for third. Uh, he come a long way from, from old Smokey Joe right. buggy to what he's driving now. Right. And, and it's, it's, it's showing. Oh yeah, he he's a damn good driver, and uh, he just needed a little bit of a a boost, uh, a little bit more updated machine. Yeah. And and once he got got behind the wheel of a newer machine, he he's a very capable driver. All right. So moving on from the bouncers, we had uh, let's go UTV bounty. Uh, the bounty class. Cooper ended up sneaking that one out. Right. That little devil. Yeah. And then uh, Nathan King second, and then we got third. Right. Uh, like I said, we had that most – it's so heartbreaking. We had that most of the year. Right. And then it just crept away from right. us. But uh, those guys deserved it. I'm not trying to right. take nothing away from them. They've they done really well. Right. Both of those guys are really good drivers. This was Nathan's uh, first year too, wasn't it? Wasn't I believe this was his first full, full year. Um him him and his sister both competed together and um he wound up uh, we we had a good, pretty good points lead throughout the season and you know like I said just little things happened and and we, you know our points lead deteriorated and uh you know they snuck up and and got us but both those guys are really good drivers and I feel like they're going to be somebody to watch out for next year as yeah, well yeah very very deserving uh UTV Cup class who we got our top three was did timmy take that one again so timmy wound up taking the utv cup class once again and then i, I believe clay Kaysen was on on his heels that was a close uh, race most of the year and he i, I think his point started deteriorating too in missouri that's about when ours started that's when he didn't he have a bad wreck got he, hurt he had that. a bad bad wreck and uh you know it sent him sent him to the hospital they checked him out and uh, he actually had to let his brother Cody drive for him. I think the the next race. Yeah, and and take nothing away from Cody. Cody's a right. hell of a driver too. Right. But that's just, uh, I mean, that that sucks when you've worked all year and got that close, and then have an injury take you kind of out of the uh, the hunt there. Right. And then uh, you know he he 
wound up in second overall. And then for third, Brandon Davis. Old uh, Mr. Consistency. He is a force to be reckoned with. And Listen, see, he, he is so, probably the most consistent of everybody. I'm going to say this, and I hope I'm not insulting Brandon. So I'm, I'm a big Street Outlaws guy. And the first couple seasons of Street Outlaws, they had the old farm truck. Right. Farm truck was the gatekeeper to the top ten. If you wanted to be on the top ten, you had to outrun farm truck. I kind of feel like Brandon might be the gatekeeper of the podium. Right. If you want on the podium, you're going to have to outrun Brandon to get up there. That's right. Because he's always right there, second and third, Mm -hmm. man. He's holding it down. uh, And he sneaks some wins in there. Oh, yeah. But uh, you got to be consistent to be good. Right. And and I feel like the the ones that he – I mean, he's such a great driver – but I feel like he has a little bad luck like us from time to time. Yeah. And it's like you, you see him make a really, really fast run, and you're like, Brandon's got this one in the back. And you, you're rooting for him, and then it just kind of falls apart on him. And yeah, it, it, it's just bad luck, man. It's, uh, but he's, he's, like I said, Mr. Consistency. He's always, he's always in the mix, no matter what kind of vehicle he's in, what class they're running. He's always right up front. Right. Uh, UTV stock class, who do we got in the top three? So Cody Kaysen has an RS1 that he can drive that thing with his eyes closed. He he is a wheel man behind that RS1. I've seen him climb some stuff that chassis buggies won't climb in that RS1. But he's he's just hard to catch. I'll be honest with you that he he he's put that tough. thing in the wind and um he he I think that had some issues with it and then They've got a full body. That, That's the one, they, the blue one with the that, American flag. That he, he drove a little bit, but I can tell by watching him, he is more comfortable in that RS1, and, and he was hard to catch. And uh, he, he went it up, ended up winning, uh, you know, overall for the, the UTV stock class. And then uh, Brandon Davis pulled off second. Who would have thought Mr. Consistency He's would have gotten right. that close? <laughs> But he's still on the podium, which is, you know, that UTV stock class is, I mean, there's so many guys running that class. So, I mean, it's a toss-up any way you look at it. It is. You know, if you want to finish in the top five or top eight of the year, you're going to have to run every race. Right. uh, Be fast every race. Right. Finish. uh, Finish every run. And, uh you know those guys that that did that is that that's a big feat in any right. motorsports is right. you know that uh, they, they did really well though right and then uh, wrapping up the podium was Daniel Heckley in third and I, I believe him and Jay Stortz fought back and forth over over third yeah, and fourth wasn't there very for a many minute points. and then um, you know I, I think Colton Holback was also. In, right in the mix there with them, you know. Uh, it, it, Justin, it Justin, 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 and uh, you know it's another set of brothers. I always get get mixed up, but um, in, the, in the in the long bed, the four seater. That's, that's it. But uh, you know the the overall, like I said, was Cody Kaysen in first, Brendan Davis in second, Daniel Heckley in third. The bounty class, or the bounty class, excuse me, the stock class. I was I was really pleased. Rock Life was really pleased with the way that turned out this year, and. Um, we're really hoping for big things this coming year. We hope that field size keeps increasing, and uh, we hope the competition gets tough, and I hope we can get up there and, and, and shake it up a little bit. Right. Uh, Vin class. Uh, don't know – do you know who our actual top three was? All I know is Don Curtis, Don Curtis, and Don Curtis. Don Curtis ran – I the believe, table? I, I believe <laughs> he ran. He I didn't think, run the table because yeah, you you yeah. won one of them. Yeah, he uh, he ran. I think eight of the ten races, and I'm I'm gonna say he. I know he was on the podium every time he raced. I mean, he he, he's, he's, he was, he's a wheel he man drove, in that big full body. I can't remember where he's from exactly, but he drove a long ways to come race. Right. Sometimes. Now, this is the first year for this class, so there wasn't many participants. Some races, there was only two or three. Um, but as long as he had somebody to race, right, 
He showed up and ran, and they drove, and, uh, man, more power to those guys. Right. I hope we see those guys back out next year. Uh, Vin class is really cool, and I hope they can oh, yeah. keep it uh, what it is. Right, right, yeah. And that's when I uh, I heard about the Vin class coming to fruition, and I, I was talking to Clyde about it, and, you know, my thoughts were, you know, please let this be something that anybody can have a shot at. Yeah, I was afraid. And – and once Clyde said that he was trying to figure out a way to keep this like the UTV stock class, you know, he didn't want some of the big bouncer drivers to come in and do a tire swap and, and put yeah. smaller tires on and then run the, this VIN class. But as long um, as they keep it that way, I think, I think it'll be good. Yeah. We, we had a good time watching the VIN class this year, but Don Curtis wound up taking the top box on that with uh, Colton Hoback in the old Jeep Cherokee. He uh, he wrapped it up second, and then Charles Karras was in third. Mr. High Octane. Mr. High Octane himself. Show up and show out. Uh, who we got next? What we got the the youth class? The UTV youth class. And that, that was something that I enjoyed to watch because those kids – work just about as hard as the adults when it comes to studying that course and and actually putting effort into it they they took it very serious which i'm i'm glad i want to see them have fun right but man this isn't like baseball this isn't like basketball this is a very expensive sport um so these parents put a lot of time travel money the initial startup if you have to go buy a new Razor 200, you got to get uh, safety gear. Um, you got to get, you know, you need window nets right. or skid plates or tires right. and wheels or, or what have you. You're looking at eight thousand dollars just off the to bat. show up to race right. for a, a five to seven to twelve year old kid. So it's it's a lot of initial investment, and and the kids that that I've seen show up. Man, they were all about it, and I'm I'm glad they were, because it does take commitment to do what we're doing, uh, to do what they're doing, and and if they weren't committed, I, I would just feel for those parents, right? Uh, now, and, I, and I'm a firm believer you don't make a kid do a sport that they're not in, right. interested in, but all those kids, man, they were gung ho, ready to show up. Uh, little Brantley come out there, and and he. Like I said, you know, we sponsored him, but he he showed up, showed out, took home a lot of podiums. But he had some he had some mishaps. Yeah, some some wrong. We 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 teased him all year long, called him wrong way havens because <laughs> he made a couple left turns or some zigs when he should have right. zagged, and so we called him wrong way havens. But he 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 um he stuck it out and done really good this year. Oh yeah, he he wound up in third, uh, for the year and and did pretty well. Uh, the the thing about it is they were just having such a good time, yeah, and that's 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 something that I'm glad that they were were keeping into consideration as well. Is that they didn't want people to come out and just mod these cars out for the UTVs. Yeah, because now some of those 170s class. you can put you can drop 20 stacks on them in right. a heartbeat. Right, and uh, I'm glad that that the rules were stock. Very stock. I hope they keep it very stock. I right. think tires and wheels, tuners, safety gear. Right. Maybe a clutch kit, but that's it. Well, I, I think people wanting to grow the sport, uh, that's that's the idea of wanting to grow the sport, well, is to keep it fair how you get people involved. Yeah, I mean, and, when, when money becomes a, a factor, it becomes hard. Right. Like extremely hard. And and that's when you see people start dropping off. Right. And so as long as they keep it affordable, it'll be oh, good. Yeah. The only thing, and I will mention this about the youth class, I was a little bit disappointed with the way it was handled at finals. Now I know Justin um, got hurt running the UTV stock class, and he was kind of the ringleader of that that youth right. class. But so what happened if anybody doesn't know and and if you're not involved in the youth class you probably don't know um we had finals at disney oklahoma and you got all these youth kids and their families well most of them are um most of them are kids of racers so they're there anyways right well you do have a couple kids that travel to the races 
that their parents don't race. Right. They just race. Right. So at finals for years, and I've been traveling with the with the National Rock Race Association since 2016, 17. Right. For years, finals was four hills, four runs, everybody. Right. Now we've got more classes. We had less time. You know, going into finals, I had no idea what was taking place. Right. I didn't know if we were running three hills, four hills, which classes were getting priority, none of this. Right. So the youth class ran one run um, Thursday. I believe it was Thursday. One run Thursday and then one run Friday morning. Friday morning. And then awards were Saturday night. Right. And so if you're a family from Kentucky that drove 12 to 14 hours to Disney, you raced one 30-second run, 50-second run on Thursday, one. Right. I think Friday's runs were 12 to 18 seconds. Right. Then you were stuck in the middle of nowhere till Saturday to get your awards if you were lucky enough to podium. Right. Without any more runs. I think if we do that again next year, there has to be a way to include those guys. Make sure they get a run a day at least. Right. Uh, make sure, you know, everybody, I think, at finals, they need to get their four runs. Right. Um, because that's, that's a big event. And that's one thing I do want to see change. And if, and if we've got to move finals out of mid-America, out of control of, of that group of people, so we have our own time slot at our own racetrack. Right. Then that's what we got to do. Right. And I have been a proponent, you know, and it's no secret. I've been a proponent. If we don't move finals to Windrock at some point, I think we're crazy. So <laughs> I, I agree because the, I felt like there was too much going on. And it's, uh, you know, as everybody knows, we were racing finals the same time that the Ultra Four guys were racing. And the Ultra Four guys, time slots and our time slots crossed over and a lot of the ultra four guys were trying to do pre-running on thursday while we were racing on thursday we were given a time slot on thursday afternoon and we were to be done by a certain amount of time friday we were given a time slot we were supposed to be done and and some stuff got pushed out because of fear of of time and right. and so also this is something else i want to address about that there were some people unhappy with uh the entry requirements for finals right which has always been a thing usually i mean you can't just show up to finals and race right there is a prerequisite on who is allowed this year it was a little more stringent on who was allowed to race at finals and that's why right because we had a time constraint and we couldn't let every tom dick and harry show up right and run, you know, if you want to run finals, go earn your points, sign up for a series or whatever the requirements are going to be for this year. I'm right. not sure. But that's, you know, that that stinks to be treated as a sideshow. And and uh, we're better than that. And, and I hope that never happens to us right. uh, again. And, and we've talked about that. And, um, you know, we, we are the show. Right. Uh, and I wouldn't want that for anybody. No. I, I mean, I, I feel like um, – you know, when you go to an event, yeah, it, it brings more spectators to have several different things going on. I, I can see it from that standpoint, but you should always make your guests feel like they're a part of the event instead of a filler at the event. Our finals should not have kicked off a whole weekend event on Thursday afternoon. Right. That's that's and we'll leave it at that. I don't want to I don't want to get too far into that. I'll I'll get my blood pressure up. Uh <laughs> moving on. Uh is that is that 23? Is that got every class covered? That uh that kind of wraps up the 2022 overall um of of each class for yeah, yeah, the 22. the National Rock Racing Association. Uh, um good season. So, so uh I I think everybody had a good season. Um you know, they're you know, the main thing is everybody had a good time. I mean, I I know that finals kind of upset a, a few people, but, you know, there's, there's not much you can do. No, I mean, uh, it, it is what it is. Right. Um, we we sign contracts with these places, and, and we show up and we race, and, and we do our deal, and, and we do it the best we can. 
uh, in the areas and time slots permitted. Right. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that's not an issue going forward. I know next year, 23, we're going back to mid America out of Disney. Um, we're supposed to have, supposed to go back to, as far as I understand, we're supposed to go back to four runs for everybody. Um, you know, we'll have all day Friday and Saturday and we might have to run right. Thursday night, but, but we'll have, we'll have our time slots. Right. Uh, so that, that'll be good. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I look forward to 2023 and, uh, I'm sure a lot of other people are as well. Um, I know that a lot of, a lot of guys are changing some things up. There's a lot of, a lot of new stuff. Going so on. 23, 2002, three, uh, is there any news going on? Is there anything big happening? Well, we know <laughs> that Timmy has sold the tyrant buggy. Tyrant and, is gone. Rumor is it's in Kentucky somewhere. Right. Um, I, I, for those of you wondering, I have no idea. I, I don't either. And that I don't it. have it. Yeah. So it's, I, it's, that's, it's I not, don't have it. So you can eliminate it, that. Yeah, it's not in my arsenal either. Although I wished, I, I wished it was. R- but, rumor has it's in Kentucky. I don't have any idea. I know. I know. Let's put this in the rumor mill. Kenneth Cozine's trying to sell Bad Donkey. Pretty bad. I know he's he's got a new something in the works. Did did Kenneth end up with old Tyrant? Did knows. Uh, did for all I know, old uh, Mercedes Benz buggy Sparks. Yeah. For all I know, old Sparky up the road here may have it. That's that's true. Uh, tell us where you think it is. Yeah, yeah. If you I guys know I'm, where it's at, I want to know. Put it in the comments. Yeah. On uh, when you see this on YouTube, put it on the comments. Let us know where you think uh, that buggy's at, or where it's right. going to be. Whose hands is in? Also, with Timmy, I, I heard that uh, he's got a new endeavor going on. Professional uh, late model driver. I, I'm assuming. Right. I heard he was running the Ironman late model series uh which i hope that is what he's running because if it is there's a racetrack about 20 minutes for me and he's right. going to be there twice this year and i'm going to yeah. be there both times yeah I think so i hope that's what he runs yeah i'd like to see it and that from what i understand there's some big payouts with that as well it there is okay so originally i come from the dirt track world never got that involved in it we we were around it a lot um, you guys know Mike Marler that runs the 157. He's a World Outlaws late model champion. Right. We were friends with him back when we were racing. He was the UMP champion. Uh, we ran with him every weekend. He helped set us up, our, set up our car way right. back in the day. So, so we were involved in it quite a bit. Uh, there is some payouts, but the drop off from first to second is pretty big. Right. And you better be damn fast. Right. So I know Timmy's a wheel man, and and Timmy, if you're listening to this, I'm not questioning your driving ability. But I just want to know: Do you understand what you have got yourself into? This is going to be a hornet's nest. It, I think it will be. I, I I always wish any of our fellow drivers. No, I don't know. Does he have and, any? And I don't. I don't experience? know. Experience. I I've seen on some social media posts uh, that that they're at some of these events and and i don't know to what extent but behind the wheel i don't care what he's looking at uh that's that's for real uh it's a different world and and there's some stiff competition right rock bouncing is stiff competition you've got but you've only got like legitimately five to ten guys that are going to win right when you go late model racing You've got, you know, depending on the level, but if you show up to the Ironman series, which I've seen, that's what he was running. You show up to the Ironman series, there's 10 to 15 legitimate winners in every race. Right. Um, I know he's got some good backing. Uh, They are to have the best of the best and the, the best tools and the best knowledge that you can purchase. But do you have that experience right that's that's what he's going to miss or what he doesn't have i I don't think and and i think that that's going to be a big learning curve um can you keep it together can you run around other cars can you keep your tires under you 
Uh, I hope he can. I hope him the best. Because, right. like I said, he, Lake Cumberland Speedway is 20 minutes this way. Yeah. And he's going to be there twice this year, and I will be at both races. Ponderosa is another 30 minutes up the road. They run two races there. I'll be at both of them. Yeah. And I'll change tires for them. I'll – Pour fuel. I'll buff tires. I'll be the spotter. Yeah, I don't care. I'll help him. Yeah. I want to see him do good. But, right. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for him. Yeah. I can't wait to see the. Uh, the, the he he got a new shipment of tires in so i i guess they're gonna put swampers on, on this heard car. The I, new I don't know is a 43 inch tsl uh so he yeah. he did post that he's building a new trail slash race rig right um so i mean obviously he's gonna race some is he gonna run national rock race association is he gonna run pro rock is he actually is he gonna you know, show up to try and win a championship, or right. is he just going to come collect checks? Yeah, um, and, and who knows? Like t- Timmy, uh, I'm, a lot of people see him out racing, and they think, "Oh, well, Timmy's he's just a racer because he's a wheel man." But Timmy likes trail ride. Yeah, and and I'm wanting to say that he probably trail. Well, that's rides where he made his more, name. More that's where most. you know I I remember years ago watching him go up Cream Puff over in Harlan and Fat Girl in reverse. Right. Uh, you know, that was before I ever knowed of him even racing. Right. So that that's where he made his name. That's where he got into the sport. And and if trail riding's where it's at, then trail riding's where it's at. Yeah. If racing's where it's at, that's racing's where he's at. As long as he's happy and having fun, we're going to miss him if he's not at the races. Right. If he is at the races, uh, you know. Still going to give him a hard time. We're still going to give him a hard time. we do it. And. But I hope him the best. Uh, I don't know. I know he sold the UTV buggy, so right. if he does show up, I imagine he'll probably be running the big bouncer. I don't know how much he's going to run the UTVs. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll find we'll out. find out in a few weeks at Windrock and see if he's if he's there. Right. And we'll let you guys know too. So. Yeah. But, uh, speaking of Windrock, I uh, you know there there's a lot of new new stuff going around. Uh, you know, Timmy may be building a new trail rig and. Uh, we've seen that Wade, he is a uh, revamped misfit. So some news. Uh, we have stepped on board with Wade's program this year. We're helping him out with the big bouncer. Uh, Rock Life has never been on a big bouncer officially other than our association with right. Wyatt. Uh, wanted to help Wade for years, even when he was with the UTVs, but he had a deal with uh, – another company through another person so we didn't step on any toes didn't want to do nothing like that but since wade's out of that deal now we can we can step in and and officially say we're helping wade and and we look forward to him doing good i I hope um it's going to be a tough battle that bouncer class i'd say wade's going to be tough to beat uh but can he can he pull a timmy can he repeat what he done last year Listen, the season Wade had last year is a championship season. Right. If you remove TC out of the picture. Right. Like, that is should have been more than enough to win. Right. Can he do it again? Right. So, I don't know. We look forward to seeing. And then, uh, you know, there's Mr. Consistency that, that's been on both of them's heels. Back to the question, where did Tyrant go? Right. Uh, Brandon historically has ended up with a lot of Timmy's second buggy or Timmy, you know, sloppy seconds. So, uh, did did Brandon get it? You know, who knows where that thing's at. Um, Who else gotten some new rigs next year, coming next year? Um, We're definitely, I'm definitely stoked to see DC Thompson's crazy self. In a big bouncer, and it may be one of those that everybody needs to hide once they fire this thing up. I do not want to be standing behind the starting line because that's going to be violent. Yeah. Uh, DC can can drive. So <clears throat> back a while, a year or two ago, DC was there was uh, DC was getting kind of offended that people were calling him like a crazy man, a wild man, right? And so. You know, back in the day, though, he, he kind of was. 
Right. But he settled down a little bit to try and, and finish some of these races a little bit more and, and, and get on the boxes a little bit more. And it paid off for him this year. So right. he's making that transition from wild man to race car driver. Right. And uh, so this is going to be interesting to see what he can do in a big bouncer. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely interested because he is a wheel man. And I I see where he's coming from. As the, I, I remember somebody coined the phrase that he was a kamikaze. Yeah. And – the way I look at it, he was just taking chances because there was a couple of times him and I both ran a pro rock race at uh, Dirty Turtle and him and I both saw a line that nobody else was trying and we both took that line. It didn't pay off for either one of us, hey. but if it would have, that would have been, look out. I know my first time on the podium with, with pro rock, but um, you know, he, he's definitely got some sense to him. I, I feel like he'll do well in the big buggy this year. But um, we also have uh, – Oh, Coop. I, I've seen, the, you know, Cooper Bentley has, has stepped up to a big bounce for he, this year. He run a few races uh, towards the end of last year. And uh, I think he's played around some this winter and right. run a few here and there. And, and I think that could be – give him some seat time. Right. <clears throat> And and give him some seat time, and I think he's going to be tough too. Right, and I think that's probably going to be some of the biggest problems with some of these guys that's coming in with the new buggies. Uh, I've I've seen just on social media, like uh, possibly Justin Wills is, is transferring over to a newer buggy. Uh, like I said, DC is, uh, Cooper has, um, you know, some of these guys having the first few race jitters. Uh, maybe did they not get enough seat time over the winter? Uh, are they going to be comfortable? You know, and there's also those gremlins that kind of hiding in the, the seat, chassis. Seat time, time is is very important, and I think if you get some seat time, that'll take care of some of that. Uh, some of the gremlins will come out in that. So I don't know. Uh, it's there's a lot of young talent coming in, a lot of new talent, right? And with Timmy possibly leaving, do we see our first uh, new champion in eight or nine years? Right. I know that. Like I said, I think I mentioned this earlier that Timmy's goal, from what I heard, was he was wanting ten, and and you know did he give up on those dreams or will we see him? But uh, regardless, I still feel like there's going to be plenty of competition for a 2023 season for the big bouncers. Big bouncers is going to be tough. Uh, UTV class. I'm not sure. I know there's some new rigs going to be brought out. Like I said, we're right. we're building something new, but but it may be. We got a late start on it. It may be mid-season before we see that dude. Uh, but there is some other new new. The Casins got new rigs. Right. Uh, hopefully, we see some new faces. Right. Um, hopefully, the UTV stock class picks up. We see some new faces in that. Are we going to see some right. more Pro R's, Turbo R's? So right. out west is is Can Amville. Right. We just watched King of the Hammers. Can Am done extremely well out there. Right. East Coast guys, we know where our bread is buttered, and that is by Polaris machines. Right. So, you know, are we going to see some of those Can-Am guys try and sneak in over here and get some of our our thunder? Or can the Polaris guys, you know, those new Pro-Rs and Turbo-Rs, are they going to come in and just completely dismantle the field like, like I think they will? Right. So, I don't know what's going to happen there. Vin class, uh like I said, I hope Vin class we 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 see some more more people show up. It is a hundred percent payback, so I think that you know we need to get somebody behind that class to, right. to throw a little money at it to to make it a little more enticing and get some more people out of right. the woodwork. We've uh we like I said we ran the Vin class at Wildcat with yeah. Wyatt Wilson, and that's that had that was a blast. We had a good time. Uh, that video is floating around the internet somewhere. I heard there was a purple nurple in your future. Probably. We, uh, ever since we heard about the Venn class, you know, I was all for it. If we could figure out the logistics. You know, we're we're already having to carry a stock rig, a cup rig, a bounty rig, and now we're we're thinking about the Venn class we actually acquired a jeep grand cherokee and it's just an old beater jeep and we're trying to get in on a little fun but i i'm not running the entire season in Venn class I, i'll probably run um you know a few 
races closer to Alabama, I don't see me taking that thing to to Disney or to Mid America. Uh, so we'll we'll probably just end up. Uh, I'm gonna say we may have it ready for Wildcat. Wait, Winrock. Winrock's first one. We may have it ready. for I'd Windrock. say you'll have it ready for Wildcat. Uh, well, I don't know. You're going to be ready for one or the other because <laughs> there is no break. Right. So, if, so, if it's not ready for Wind, uh, Windrock, we right. won't see it at Wildcat Because either. March is... I'd say we is, better shoot for um, yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, we, we, we're not going to stress out about it. That's that's for sure. Because it's a headache. If anybody that runs multiple classes knows that it's a, it's a fiasco to try to keep two or three machines up and going at the same time. All right, we, we're running long, so let's let's move along. Um, so let's do – let's pick them. Uh, who's your top three in, um, for next year? What's your predictions for the UTV? We'll start with the UTV stock class. You can omit yourself or include yourself because you are a driver. Well, I have seen the UTV stock class trophies. And they are a piece of artwork. They're pretty nice. And I'm I wonder gonna, where I could see one of those. I'm going to go ahead and lay claim on a couple of them. So I'm uh I'm on, I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna be on the you're, top. You're not allowed uh, to touch it yet. Yeah, I'm that that's probably gonna go home with us uh, at the end of the season. So I I'm gonna shoot for the moon and and we're we're gonna be on championship for the utv stock class who's gonna be nipping at your heels there i feel like i I really want my boy brandon davis to to get rid of the the third spot jitters i I think uh i'd like to see him coming in second and then uh I don't know, man. Jay Stortz works pretty hard at that. He he definitely was chomping at the the heels of everybody else. So I'm Jay, gonna put him in third. Jay 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 really came on. Uh, for me, I want to cop out and just pick three and not put them in order. But I'm going to. No man, you um, gotta pick them one at a time, like you make me do. Third place, <laughs> third place stock class. Oh man. I, I don't think we can omit a casein. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking. I don't yeah, think I, we can omit a casein. Yeah. Those, those kids are fast. Um, let's put... If Hoback was going to race, if I knew he was going to race, and I don't know what after his injury in uh, at Disney, I don't know if he's going to run again. Hoback was fast. He was fast and very impressive with that four-seater. Right. If, if he was racing, I'd put him in, in third if I knew he was going to race. But since I'm not unsure, I'm going to put Daniel Heckley uh, in third. I'm going to put Cody Kaysen. Yeah, I'm going to put Cody in second. And uh, I think we got it. We're going to push hard for I it. I think we got it. We're, we, we're going to tighten the reins compared to last year. I seen the Dan at, at, at finals. And I, I think uh, with what the known sender – uh, done to the old full body today. I, I think we'll be good. Uh, oh, yes. UTV. I, I, let's go unlimited class. Hmm, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good one. I'm I'm like you. You cannot rule the, out the cases. You can't rule out the cases, and that class has a lot of comers and goers. Right. So it, you know, there may be a new guy. We don't even know who he is. Sneak in there and and right. set the world on fire. Right. I. And and I know that both the brothers got a uh, a car in in the works, um, and then again, Brandon Davis is probably going to be back running the UTV Cup. So I'm I'm going to just go ahead and say this is going to be the year that Brandon Davis breaks the curse and he's going to take home the championship for UTV Cup. You 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 took my my pick, and I'm going to say. Th- uh, man, it's a toss-up. I, I think I think the Kaysen brothers are going to fight it out this year. Both of them running cups, so I'm going to say they're both going to run cups. I, I feel like they are. Both of them have Ooh, have chassis buggies. Boy. So, so uh, 
I, I feel like Clay will have that number two spot, and then Cody will round it up in third. Ooh, that, that I didn't realize. They so were I'm counting on if, you if guys. Both running cup. Yeah, that's very realistic. I'm going to trade it up. Um, who was our top three from last year in the cup? Timmy. Top three for was. Got to look at my cheat sheet here. Timmy, Clay, and Brandon. Timmy, Clay, and Brandon. Hmm. So, Timmy, we don't think he's running uh, UTV Cup. So, let's go. Man, I, I want to pick Brandon for first, but. We the, can manifest the, the this. The track record just suggests otherwise. Like, somebody's going to come in. There's going to be an unknown come in and wreak havoc to his season. He's going to win. I, I figure Brandon's going to win two to three races. I could easily see that. He'll win two or three races and could possibly still not win the championship. I'm going to go uh, Clay first. I'm going to go Brandon second. I don't know if, if, if Cody will get third. I think we see a newcomer. Oh, um, I really don't know. I'm going to leave third open. TBA. I hate to I hate to to bail out, but I want to see the fields first. I think third could be a newcomer, somebody we don't even know. Right. Uh, because the Casins came on the scene last year, I didn't know right. who they were, and yeah, they, they, they come, and now I'm, we're picking them for championship right, favorites. Right. So I feel like third will be a new person. Uh, we'll go UTV Bounty. You know, I would I'd really like to see Tyler Bradley. I'd like to see him do good. Do well this year. He he fought hard all year last year. Um, I'll take that back. D.C. Thompson's my third for the UTV Cup if he runs UTVs. If D.C. doesn't run UTV Cup, then I'm going to still go TBA. But if I he feel, runs I feel Cup, like D.C. will. I I think he's he still wants to do the big bouncer. Um, so well, I would, with it being on Friday I and feel the bouncer like, on Saturday, I, I think he can do it. Right. I, I, I could see that. And then uh, – I think that'd be a good pick. I don't. I would. I was going to pick. I'd save DC for a bounty pick. Right. But with him running the big bouncer, I don't know as he'll run the bounty class as well. Right. So I, I want to use him in the in the Cup Series. Yeah, I know that that last year, the way DC kind of projected that was if if everything was still together. And, yeah. and it was feasible to to put together. He he would run it. Um, I I know that uh, Wyatt Wilson's going to be running some UTV bounty with us. So I see Wyatt Wilson first, and and him and I are going to have words because he knocked me back off the championship. I'm going to take home second, and then uh, I'm I'm going to say Nathan King's going to going to hit hit third this year i got to give him a little bit of payback for last year so i'm gonna put him in third i think for bounty class uh i want to pick us but with the buggy change looming in the middle of the year i don't know and and i want to see us do good and i'm not gonna i'm not trying to degrade our season by no means but i don't you know me and you talked about this right. points don't mean as much to me, this go around because right. I think it takes some of the fun out right. of it, and a new buggy coming in. Um, I do think we can get in top three. I'll, I'll put us. Um, I'm going to put us third and hope we overachieve. Right, and then second place. Second, I think could be Tyler if he commits to the season. Yeah. I think I do think one of the Kings could sneak in there. Oh yeah. I think I think Nathan the way they came on at the back half of right. the season. Now, if he's going to win the Bounty Series, he's going to have to not run that car in the Cup class. If right. he runs that car in the Cup class, he will not. I don't think it can hold together. Right. And that and have a championship season, but if he gets out of the Cup class, I think he has a legitimate chance at winning right. the championship. Well, that 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 does take a lot of toll on a car to yeah. run run both classes. There's, um, you know, very few people that run the cup and the bounty. And the only reason I ran the cup in some cases was because they're similar 
portions of the cup class that runs the bounty course. Yeah. Uh, so these courses have gotten longer and that's because they have incorporated some of the UTV cup course. So that's why I opted to run some of it. But, uh, you know, it's definitely going to be, uh, it's going to be a tough year because it's, it's still a lot of good competition out there. All right, quick. We're going to do this two ways. I've had, I've been thinking about this while we're talking. We're going to do it two ways. Uh, bouncers is all we like. Give me a with Timmy and without Timmy, Timmy top three. Okay, with Timmy, it's going to be Wade, Timmy, Heckley. Without Timmy. Without Timmy, it's going to be Wade, Brandon Davis, Heckley. I, I'm, I am right there with you. I think with Timmy, I think he gets top two. Um, I think Wade, Wade overtakes him this year. Uh, Wade, Timmy, and then I think, I think Brandon gets third on that. And without Timmy, I think it's still Wade. And then I think Brandon, and then um, it's either going to be Wills or Heckley right. in third. And if Wills buggy comes out firing on all cylinders, I, I think he gets third. Uh, it could be either one. I, for for pick's sake, we'll say Daniel Heckley. All right, guys, that's uh, – we, we went a little longer than we meant to, but that's our, that's our uh, first episode of Out the Top. Um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe on the old YouTube. Share us out on Podcastville. This is going to be available everywhere you get your podcast. Um, if there's anything you want to see coming forward, if there's any drivers, make sure you comment that. Also, this podcast is going to be put out by Anchor FM on Anchor FM. If you'll go to anchorfm.com forward slash out the top, you can get on there and leave us a voice message and we'll play that maybe in our next episode as long right. as it's civil and, uh, you know, give us a little something to talk about there. So anything you want to add, go to Anchor FM, leave us a message there and we'll get that on there. Uh, guys, appreciate it. I'm, I'm really glad we're doing this. I think it's going to be a good thing. You know, rock racing has needed something, and, and I hope we can provide it. I just feel like there's been a gap there, and, and, and I hope we can provide that for you throughout the year. Be on the lookout. Our next episode is going to be shot live at Windrock, and then we'll be shooting again at Wildcat for uh, round three, round one and round three of the National Rock Race Association. Dan Carter, it's been good. I appreciate it. Right. We out. This episode is brought to you by Rock Life Off-Road. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.